On this Thursday, we're continuing in our daily Bible reading in the book of Genesis. Uh, remember, the word Genesis means beginnings. It's the Latin name that was given, or the Greek name that was given to that first book of the Bible, because it describes the beginnings that we need to know about, that inform us about why we're here, where we came from, who God is, why we're in the condition we're in right now, and, and answers many of the questions that we have, and also answers, the at first and foremost, the need for a Savior to come into the world, and then we get to, to read about that in, in the Gospels. So notice that chapter 1, uh, or, or verse 1 of chapter 5, which is where we're at in Genesis 5, it says, this is the book of the generations of Adam. Now that's kind of a, a term that says, here we're to the next part of God's unfolding of the story. If you go back to chapter 2, verse 4, it says, after God creates everything in the six days, rests on the seventh, he says, these are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. But a lot has happened since that time. Chapter 3, a mankind's fallen to sin. We see the effect of that in chapter 4 as Cain kills Abel. And then and then people just kind of strain away from God in, as we read about in chapter 4. And then chapter 4 ends with this verse. It says, that Seth is born to Adam and Eve. So first children, uh, Cain and Abel. Abel is dead. Cain has taken his life. The ugliness of sin has reared its head in their lives. It says at the end of chapter 4, verse 26, at that time people began to call upon the name of the Lord. So getting back to, to their roots and their beginnings and, and realizing who the, who the creator is, now we start in chapter 5 where God is going to say he hasn't given up on his creation. He's made a promise to Adam and Eve that from their line is going to come a Savior. Now we're going to read about the one through whom that comes. It's not Cain. It's not Abel. It's going to be Seth. And the word Seth means appointed. Um, and so he is the one appointed to be uh, the the uh, the ancestor uh, of Jesus Christ. You can look that up in Luke chapter 3 in Luke's genealogy because Luke traces it back all the way to uh, to Adam. So, and notice how in chapter 5, and we need to do this often, uh, the writer goes back to the way things were created in the beginning. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Remember, we were made in the image of God. And he says, male and female, he created him. So notice things haven't changed when it comes to that. Sure, sin has come into the world, and, and the effect of that sin is right there. But, but the way that God created us and, and the intent that God had for us doesn't change at all. It's not like, you know, kind of in our day where, you know, every single day there's coming out a new and improved form of something or or we uh, we discover something new or we, you know, fads change and things like that. Look at the look at the width of your ties for crying out loud uh, and how that changes and the length of the dresses and all that. Um, amidst all that change, God doesn't change. And that's again why it's so important for us to be in Genesis to see how God established things from the beginning and then what his will is. So it says, so male and female, he created them, and he blessed them, and he named them man. Now, that's actually the word Adam, because since Adam is the first man created, and he made him out of the ground, the word for earth in, in, the, in the Old Testament sounds like the, the name Adam as well. Um, and, and, but here he's talking about mankind, uh, both male and female, coming from the earth. And oh, by the way, every, every person knows that, that when you die, at some point your body's going to turn to dust again. We're reminded of that every Ash Wednesday as we hear those words from Genesis 3. And, and we recognize, you know, why that happens. Well, that's because of sin. Uh, as we read in Genesis, God never intended mankind to die from the beginning. But he said, if you eat of that one tree... 
I've given you all these trees to eat from. If you eat of that one tree, you're going to die. So that's a consequence we brought on ourselves, which is, again, another good reason for us to, to read Genesis to understand why we're in the predicament we're in now. Why is there death? Why is there suffering? Why is there pain? Uh, that's something we brought upon ourselves. It wasn't God's intent. But before you start beating up on God and saying God is so horrible— He's the guy who planned from before the beginning of time to send his only son to take on our flesh, to give his life for us, to pay the price that we owe. And because of that, we have the hope of eternal life in heaven. So it says, when Adam had lived 130 years, now we're past the birth of Cain and Abel. It says he fathered a son in his own likeness. So notice the difference, not in God's likeness. Uh, we don't like this very much, but but we have to admit that we, we inherit everything from our parents scientists know today that when a child is conceived, um, half, of, half of the DNA of that child comes from the mother, the other half comes from the father. And, and since they're both sinners, they're going to give birth to a sinful child. In theology, we call that original sin, and it's going to get passed on. He's in the likeness as well. But notice again how God doesn't give up on his creation. I know it gets kind of tiresome to read about, you know, how long people lived and, and who their children were and all that. There, there's so much of that in Scripture. But that tells you how God doesn't get bored like we get bored. He's going he's gonna to carry out his plan. Um, he's going to have it work. And every single person is important in that plan, especially as it gets us down to the, uh, to the Savior. So you can read about that, Seth's children and then the, the children that come out of that. A couple of notes to make as you go along the line. Here's Enoch in chapter 20, verse 24, um, who it says, he walked with God and he was no more. It sounds like he just walked with God all the way into heaven, didn't die. Um, other examples of that are people like Elijah. Um, but it says, and he walked with God, and that's a, that's a term of use of Noah, too, as we're going to read about uh, as we come up in, uh, in chapter 6. Uh, and seven. Um, but but here's just an example of that. And and then you get the man who lived, as far as we know, recorded in scripture, who lived the longest, and that's in verse 27, and that's Methuselah, who ironically, my commentary reminds me of, would have been around the year that Noah got into the ark, which is kind of interesting note there too. So uh, so we get down to the, to the birth of Noah, verse 29. Noah's name means relief, and Lamech, his father, maybe by the, by the power of the Holy Spirit, was able to see or was given a vision or something about who Noah was going to be. But indeed, he was going to be a relief to all mankind, as through Noah, God is going to repopulate the world and keep the line of the Messiah going. Note about a little bit about the, the years and, and how long people lived. Uh, we have no reason to believe that, that these years were somehow calculated differently. Uh, no problem with God seeing at that time he needed mankind to live longer. Um, it, it, the burden of proof would lie on to try to prove that a year was somehow different in length at that time. But that that's hard to imagine. When God set up the order of the, of the world, 364 and a quarter days was a year. That's how long it takes the earth to, to travel all the way around the sun. Uh, scientists will tell you a day to change that uh, would completely alter this planet and probably kill us all. Um, so I think the burden of proof really is to prove that it wasn't a regular day or year, uh, but in fact, it was the same thing. And, and if God wanted people to live that long at that time, they would have lived that long. He's in charge. So God bless you as you continue to read as we learn more and more about our beginnings, about our God, and, and about our life here. God bless you.